Alright guys, happy new year. On the day that I'm recording this, it is literally the first day of January. So hopefully starting out on the right foot of recording episodes is going to get me on track. Okay, so what I want to go over today is 10 things I live by slash 10 things I feel insanely strongly about. Okay, so this one, if this was your new year's resolution, kill it, slaughter it, murder it, and move on with your life. Okay, I feel insanely strong about this. Finding a man or finding a partner is not a goal. It is just simply something that happens. Like, I understand a lot of people for the New Year's resolutions. Like, I want to find a man that treats me with respect, brings me flowers, takes me on dates, blah, 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 blah. You will find that. You will find your partner that does everything you need, that fits all your standards, you will find that. You might have to communicate to them, hey, I want flowers. Hey, I want to be taken on dates because it's kind of impractical to just automatically expect that from someone all the time. But I think if you communicate that and then they, yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying. You know where I'm going with that. Moving on. You cannot be like, you know what my 2024 resolution is to fall in love with a man that's going to respect me and treat me with all the utmost respect. Okay. You, that's that's unrealistic. I'm glad you want that. To find that eventually is a realistic goal. To find those qualities in a partner eventually is completely realistic. But if you set yourself a time frame of, I'm giving myself three months to fall in love, and if I don't, then love doesn't exist. <sighs> that's so exhausting for you and for whoever else, because you will honestly end up settling if you put yourself in that mindset. I have to believe that you will settle if you put yourself in that mindset of, I have to find a partner in the next two weeks or else love isn't real. It's not a goal. It's something that happens. It happens at a time that's right for you. Okay. And speaking of goals, perfection is just a word and not a goal. If you do something and it's not perfect, if you do something and it's like 85% good enough, great okay leave it like if I'm journaling and I want to take a photo of it and then I mess up a word or I'm like my handwriting looks bad on like one sentence my world is not gonna end your world won't end perfection is just a word and not a goal you're going to mess up and you have to give yourself grace in order to mess up okay my number three thing I live by is you have to stop sharing your goals with the whole entire world. Posting on social media, these are my goals for the year, allows individuals who know you and do not like you to try to sabotage those goals. And maybe that's just my anxiety speaking of, I don't want to put my goals out in the world because I don't want people to use them against me. Maybe that's just me. But it's also, like, if I don't achieve those goals, I don't want people who see me to be keeping score with what I'm achieving and what I'm not. Does that also make sense? I don't know. I think we should stop sharing our goals with the world, but I have, I call it a goalkeeper. Someone in your life that helps keep track of you and your goals. Like, if your goal is to run the Boston Marathon, then have, like, your trainer be your goalkeeper for that specific goal. I hope that makes sense. Okay, number four. This one, 
this one is something that I personally need to work on a lot. Okay, your therapist is not a paid friend. They're not. They they are paid to listen to you, but they are not paid to be your friend. I have this awful habit of, like, not telling my partner about things and then going to therapy and discussing it. Like, about my friends, um, my life, my friends' lives, etc. Like, I spill all the drama to my therapist in the first 30 minutes of the session. And then we spend the last 30 minutes talking about, like, the actual important things. And yes, it is very important to talk about the important things that are happening in your life. However, however, you need that whole chunk of time in order to talk about that. Yes, you can get off track here and there, but honestly, for the longest time, I was like, I don't think therapy's helping me anymore, and that's because I was treating her like my bestie, because she's, she's, she's Gen Z, so I was like, she gets my humor, she understands me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also... If you're in therapy, don't be afraid to swear in therapy unless your therapist is specifically like, do not custom therapy. Because honestly, I let out so much rage and anger in my therapy sessions, it's insane. Because I have this belief, which is my number seven on here, so we'll come back to it. Words are powerful when it comes to hurting someone. So if I'm very frustrated about a situation, then I will fully just like let loose on my therapist and it'll be like the Tana Mocha video if you know what I'm talking about. And I hope you know what I'm talking about because I don't want to say those words on this podcast if you're picking up bump and down. Mm. Mm. But I believe that words are powerful when it comes to hurting someone. Um, so I will fully just let loose on what I would say to that individual to my therapist instead. And if you don't have a therapist, let loose on a piece of paper and journal it out. Honestly, that is also a very helpful thing. Um, Okay, number five is one that it's controversial in the mental health world because it's something that people say to undermine, like, depression and anxiety. But I believe that feeding into yourself leads to a happier life. Of course, if you have a chemical imbalance and you need medication for it, it won't fix it. Yes. And it makes it harder to feed into yourself without, like, feeling guilty and then have an overall happier life. So this is for people that are in a rut and just need to change their mindset and change their environment around them in order to feel better. Yes. Okay. So feeding into yourself equals a happier life. And what I mean by feeding into yourself is shutting off your phone i'm gonna come back to this one too shutting off your phone reading a book taking your everything shower cooking a meal going to the gym getting outside all those cliche things that you hear about how to quote unquote like cure sadness quote unquote cure depression when it comes to like actual mental illnesses it will not cure it promise you that when it comes to getting out of rut It will help so much. So feeding into yourself and doing things that bring you joy are going to cause joy inside of your life. Um, And going back to the turning off your phone, this is also a really controversial one, is I don't think kids should have access to social media. If your kid wants a phone, fine. Give them their phone. 
let them have all the dress-up games that they want on their phone. All the, like, makeover, all the car racing games. Do not give them access to a Snapchat, a TikTok, or an Instagram. Don't do it. Because the thing is, we hear all the time about, like, kids and how all these six-year-olds want Stanley Cups. All these eight-year-olds want Stanley Cups. All these ten-year-olds are into Drunk Elephant. And it's because when you go on social media, the first people you see are, like, influencers. And all these influencers are in their 20s to early 30s, right? 20s to early 30s, homeowners, business owners, successful people. And so they're like, oh my gosh, I want to look like that person because they look older and they're rich and they're successful and I want to be them. So to be like them, I have to own the same things that they own. And that's when kids get the unrealistic standards. And kids that have a lot more privilege than other kids will go through mo- to mommy and daddy and be like, mommy and daddy, I want a Stanley Cup. And then mommy and daddy are like, okay, here you go. And then so I feel like also kids have this constant competition with each other of trying to fit in, trying to be better, trying to be cool, trying to be accepted, trying to be popular. I feel like this is a constant battle that a lot of individuals suffer from throughout their life because when you're little, all you want is to fit in. And they're seeing all these successful people on TikTok and the privileged kids that have gotten these things that the other successful people have on TikTok end up like bragging about it and showing it off. And then this kid feels left out. And so that's where the kids get the unrealistic standard. And that's why things like Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Monster High, Pokemon aren't as popular with kids anymore. It's because of social media and TikTok and the way that influencers have influenced children because they're influencers. They're like, hey, you should totally get this product because it's so amazing. And not at all because this brand was paying me five grand to do this ad. You know what I mean? And so when you're exposing a child to that, you are influencing them. And I honestly think it's going to cause a lot of financial issues in the future for kids like not being able to manage money well because they spent all of it however they pleased when they were young. Um, yeah, um, that was a full rant. I have a lot of feelings about that. Um, if your kids are already on social media, okay, your choice, have fun, do whatever. If you are a kid and you're on social media, okay, have fun, do whatever. Your life, not mine, I'm not judging. That is just my role for my future kids is that I'm not going to let them social media until like seventh, eighth grade. I didn't have social media until like covid yeah i didn't get social media until covid um all right moving on i have written down words are powerful when it comes to hurting people and actions are more powerful when it comes to loving someone my love language is 100 percent words of affirmation and i think the reason why i say this all the time is because when people insult me it hurts so much more than when people do something that's just like blatantly mean Like, if someone, like, trips me in the hallway, I'm going to care a lot less than I would if someone called me a whore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like words have so much more power when it comes to hurting someone. Of the sense of, like, I had an Instagram hate page made about me, and I didn't care. And that was an action that someone did. But when someone calls me weird or annoying, I take that to heart. I take that, lock it out of my heart, throw away the key. 
And then when it comes to actions are more powerful when it comes to loving someone. I love my partner. He tells me I'm pretty all day long. He has a little notification on his phone that I set that says, tell Kat she's pretty and you love her. Um, and then so at 7.55 almost every day, I get a little message, you're pretty and I love you. So I get told that all the time. But I feel like actions are so much more powerful when it comes to loving someone. Like, I I want to go on a little date with you and we're not on our phones and we're just hanging out. Like, that, that, it's also, like, physical connection rather than just, like, an emotional connection. You know what I mean? Or, like, I want to sit down and play Exploding Kittens with you rather than just be on our phones the whole time and you just look over at me every 20 minutes and be like, you're beautiful. You know, I hope, I hope that makes sense. Um, number eight is you can never have an original experience, aka you were never alone. So if you were driving home from somewhere or you're in the car where you're just by yourself and you are talking out loud and you're pretending that you are vlogging, people do that all the freaking time and you are not alone in that situation. You are not alone in the fact that, oh my gosh, I do that all the time. So whenever anyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe you do that. That's so weird. Other people have done it and you are not alone. You are not weird for doing it. Oh my gosh, being weird is just a freaking social construct, okay? Being weird is like when someone does, like, ugh. It's not, it's not a thing. Being normal isn't real because everybody's different. AKA, everyone's unique. AKA, everyone's freaking weird. Get over it. And with that, judging people is so insanely unnecessary. You don't have the right to sit there and just be like, did you see Becky's shoes? They were so weird. Okay, well, that's Becky's style. Get over it. Becky's shoes aren't diminishing your quality of life. Okay, Becky looks good. Like, there's no point in doing that. The same way if Becky was like, oh my gosh, you look so weird. Or you dress so preppy and I dress so emo. Okay, that's your style. Rock it, live it, love it. Move on to your life. It is so necessary to add commentary that is not positive someone's life. Tell Becky you like her shoes or you like how confident she is. Like, oh my gosh, I admire her confidence. Because... Becky had a lot of confidence to go out in those shoes. And then also, bouncing off of that, do whatever makes you happy as long as it keeps you safe. So if wearing those shoes makes Becky happy, then if you're Becky and wearing those shoes makes you happy, wear the shoes. Unless the shoes, like, have bombs attached to them, then don't wear the shoes. But if wearing those shoes makes you happy, wear them. If wearing that outfit makes you happy, wear it. If singing that song out loud makes you happy, do it. As long as it's keeping you safe. So if, like, driving at insanely illegal speeds makes you happy, I suggest not doing that. Or I suggest going into drag racing instead. That way you're driving fast while being safe. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go over everything one last time. Finding a partner is not a goal. It's just something that happens. Number two, 
Perfection is just a word and not a goal. You're going to mess up. It's going to be okay. Number three is to stop sharing your goals with the world, but instead keep a goalkeeper in order to have you on track. Four, therapists are not paid friends, but like paid helpers and specialists. Treat them as such. Feeding into yourself will equal to a happier life. Kids should not have access to social media. Seven, words are powerful when it comes to hurting someone, but actions are more powerful when it comes to loving someone. Number eight, you have never had an original experience, meaning that you were actually never alone. Number nine, judging people is so insanely necessary. And number 10, do whatever makes you happy as long as it keeps you safe. And I hope you guys stay safe. Oh my gosh, stay safe in this upcoming weekend. I love you so much. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It.